I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News. Rain tonight, patchy fog late. It'll be breezy with a low of 44. Opponents of Illinois' ban on high-powered firearms want the U.S. Supreme Court to issue a temporary order blocking the law, but legal experts say the emergency appeal may be a long shot. Mawa Iqbal has more. A Naperville gun shop owner and the National Association for Gun Rights are appealing a decision earlier this month by the Federal Appeals Court in Chicago, which ruled that banning military-style assault weapons likely does not violate the Second Amendment. Duke University law professor Andrew Willinger says regardless of the merits, the Supreme Court probably won't issue a temporary injunction. His chances are very low that the Supreme Court would get involved in this context rather than waiting for uh, an actual petition to, to be filed. In May, the Supreme Court rejected the gun rights advocates' first request to block the law. I'm Mawa Iqbal. The Illinois Supreme Court says people may not use the state's Freedom of Information Act to request information about their own firearm owner's identification cards, but they can obtain that information through other means. Capital News Illinois reports today's decision involved two unrelated cases from Madison County where individuals filed FOIA requests for copies of letters explaining why their FOIA applications had been rejected. An attorney for those individuals said both claimed to have lost the original documents. The Illinois State Police rejected their requests, saying a 2011 amendment to the FOIA law specifically exempts information about someone's FOIA card from public disclosure. In a unanimous ruling, the state's high court said those individuals could obtain their information directly from ISP's Firearms Services Bureau, but the Freedom of Information Act is not the proper means to go about asking for those records. Southern Illinois Congressman Mike Bost reports his legislation requiring U.S. citizenship to vote in any Washington, D.C. election was approved by the House Committee on Administration in preparation for an eventual vote in the House. Bost's bill, the American Confidence in Elections, District of Columbia Citizen Voter Act, comes in response to the D.C. City Council's decision last year to give non-citizens over the age of 18 the right to vote in city and local elections. Missouri and other states banned abortion after the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade last year. But the number of abortions nationwide increased in the year after the decision, fueled in part by more procedures in Illinois. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports on the data compiled in a report from the Society of Family Planning, a group that supports abortion rights. The nonprofit's report compared the average monthly number of abortions in each state before the Supreme Court decision with those in months after. Illinois and other states surrounded by those with abortion bans saw the largest increases. The monthly number of abortions in the state in June 2023 was 45% higher than in April 2022. Ashma Upadhyay is a professor at the University of California, San Francisco, who helped compile the data. We're seeing sustained increases, uh, and I think they're a result of the policy changes at the state level in Illinois and other Uh, protected access states. Florida and North Carolina also saw large increases in the number of monthly abortions. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. The pandemic is widely considered over, but healthcare professionals are still feeling strained. A recent study says it's a burnout crisis. Hospital and health workers say they need more support. Joliet-based nurse Beth Corsetti says she's reaching her limit. She's tired and she's scared. I'm not one to say that I'm going to give up and quit the bedside, but it's, it's getting to that point. The world demanded a lot from first responders during the pandemic, perhaps more from healthcare workers. 
Corsetti says the term hero weighs heavy. With that term hero comes along a lot of feeling of responsibility, a lot of feeling of guilt, feeling that we're, we're without anyone to turn to who's going to be our heroes, who's going to help us save ourselves. The CDC's launched a campaign called Impact Wellbeing. I'm Brad Palmer reporting.